In the last chapter, we have described how Baba's words and grace cured many incurable diseases. Now we shall describe how Baba blessed Mr. Ratanji Wadia with an issue. The life of this saint is naturally sweet in and out. His various doings, eating, walking and his natural sayings are also sweet. His life is bliss incarnate. Sai gave it out as a means of his devotee's remembrance to him. He gave them various stories of duty and action which ultimately led them to true religion. His object may be that people should live happily in this world but they should ever conscious and gain object of their lives that is self-realization. We get human body as a result of merit in past births and it is worthwhile that with its aid we should attain devotion and liberation in this life. We should never be lazy but always be on the alert to gain our end and aim of life. If you daily hear the leelas, the stories of Sai, you will always see him. Day and night you will remember him in your mind. When you assimilate Sai in this way, your mind will lose its fickleness and it will go on in this manner. It will finally be merged in pure consciousness. Ratanji of Nandur Now let's come to the main story of this chapter. In Nanded, in the Nizam state, there lived a Parsi mill contractor and trader by name Ratanji Shahpurji Wadia. He had amassed a large amount of money and had acquired fields and lands. He had got cattle, horses, conveyance and was very prosperous. To all outward appearances, he looked very happy and contented, but inwardly and really he was not so. Providential dispensation is such that no one in this world is completely happy and rich. Ratanji was no exception to this. He was liberal and charitable, gave food and clothing to the poor and helped all in various ways. The people took him to be a good and happy man. But Ratanji thought himself miserable as he had no issue, male or female, for a long time. As Kirtan, the singing of glories of Lord without love or devotion, music in singing without rhythmical accompaniment, and Brahmin without a sacred thought, Provincial is all arts without common sense, pilgrimage without repentance and ornamentation, without a necklace, are ugly and useless. So is the house of a man or householder without a male issue. Ratanji always brooded on this matter and said to his mind, Would God be ever be pleased and grant me a son? Or he does look morose, had no relish in his food. Today and day and night, he was enveloped with anxiety whether he would ever be blessed with a son. He had a great regard for Rajguru Mahadev. He saw him and opened his heart before him. Rajguru advised him to go to Shirdi, take Baba's darshan, fall at his feet and seek his blessings and pray for issue. Ratanji liked the idea. He decided to go to Shirdi. After some days, he went to Shirdi, took Baba's darshan and fell at his feet. 
then opening a basket he took out a beautiful garland of flowers and placed it around baba's neck and offered him a basket of fruits with great respect he then sat near baba and prayed to him saying many persons who find themselves in difficulty or difficult situations come to you and you relieve them immediately hearing this i have sought anxiously your feet please therefore do not disappoint me sai baba then asked him for dakshina of rupees 5 which ratan ji indeed intended to give he had already received rupees 3 and 14 annas from him and that he should pay the balance only hearing this ratan ji was rather puzzled he could not make out as to what baba meant that was the first time he thought that he went to shirdi and how was it that baba said that he had earlier met him and got the money from him he could not solve the riddle but he sat at baba's feet and gave the balance of dakshina asked for explained to baba fully as to they he came and sought his help and prayed that baba should bless him with a son baba was moved and told not to be worried and that thence forward his bad days had ended he then gave him udi and placed his hand on his head and blessed him saying that allah would satisfy his heart's desire then after taking baba's leave ratan ji returned to nanded and told das ganu everything that took place in shirdi He said that everything went on well there that he got baba's darshan and blessed with his prasad but there was one thing which he could not understand baba said to him that he had got rupees 3 and 14 annas before please explain as to what baba meant by this remark he said to dasgunu i never went to shirdi before and how could i give him the sum to which baba referred to dasgunu also it was a puzzle and he pondered much over it for a long time sometime after it struck him that ratan ji had received some days ago a momadan sent by name molly sahab in his house and had sent spent some money for his reception this molly sahab was puli saint well known to the people of nanded but ratan ji decided to go to shirdi this molly sahab accidentally came to ratan ji's house ratan ji knew him and loved him so he gave a small party in his honor dasgunu got from ratan ji the yadi or memo of expenses of this reception and everybody was wonderstruck to see what the expenses amounted to exactly rupees 3 and 4 14 $14 nothing more nothing less they all came to know that baba was omniscient and thought that he lived in shirdi he knew what happened outside far away from shirdi in fact he knew the past present and future and could identify himself heart and soul with anybody in this particular instant how could he know the reception given to molly sahab and the amount spent there forever unless he could identify himself with him and be one with him ratan ji was satisfied with this explanation and his faith in baba was confirmed and increased 
in due time afterwards he was blessed with a son and his joy knew no bounds it is said that he had in all a dozen issues out of which only four survived in a footnote towards the end of this chapter it is stated that baba told rao bahadur hari vinayak sathe after the death of his first wife to remarry and that he would get a son rv sathe married second time the first two issues by his wife were daughters and he therefore felt very despondent but the third issue was a son baba's word did turn out true and he was satisfied dakshina mimansa now we shall close the chapter with a few remarks about dakshina it is a well known fact that baba always asked for dakshina from people who went to see him somebody may ask a question if baba was a fakir and perfectly non attached why should he ask for dakshina and care for money we shall consider this question broadly now first for a long time baba did not accept anything he stored burnt matches and filled his pocket with them he never asked anything from anybody whether he be a devotee or otherwise if anybody placed before him a paisa or two he purchased oil or tobacco he was fond of tobacco for he always smoked a beedi or chillam an earthen pipe then some persons thought that they could see they could not see the saints empty handed and they therefore placed some copper coins before baba if a paisa was placed before him he used to pocket it if it was two he used to return one then after baba's fame had spread far and wide people began to flock in numbers and baba began to ask dakshina from them it is said in shruti veda that puja of gods is not complete unless a golden coin was offered if a coin was necessary in the puja of gods why should it be not so in the puja of the saints also ultimately the shastras laid it down that when one goes to see god king saint or guru he should not go empty handed he should offer something preferably coin or money in this connection we may notice the precepts recommended by the upanishads the brihad aranyak upanishad says that lord prajapati advised the god men and demons by one letter da the gods understood by this letter that they should practice dhamma self control the men thought and or understood that they should practice dana charity the dem- demons understood that they should practice daya the compassion to men charity or giving was recommended the teacher of in the kriteria upanishad exhorts his people to practice charity and other virtues regarding charity he says give with faith give with magnanimity liberally give with modesty with awe and with sympathy in order to teach the devotees the lesson of charity and to improve their attachment to money and thus to purify their minds baba extracted dakshina from them but there was this 
peculiarity as baba said that he had to give back 100 times more to what he received there are many instances in which he has hap- it has happened and to quote this instance mr ganpatrao bodas the famous actor says in his marathi marathi autobiography he said that on babas pressing him often and often for dakshina he emptied his money bag before him the result of this was mr bodas says that in later life he never lacked money as it came to him abundantly there were also secondary meaning of dakshina in many cases in which baba did not want any pecuniary amount to quote two instances baba asked rupees 15 as dakshina for pro gc narke who replied that he did not have even a pie then baba said i know you have no money but you are reading yoga vashishta give me dakshina from that giving dakshina in this case meant deriving lessons from the book and lodging them in the heart where baba resides in the second case baba asked a certain lady mrs r a tarkar to give rupees 6 as dakshina the day lady felt pained and she had nothing to give then her husband explained to her that baba wanted six inner enemies lust anger avarice etc to be surrendered to him baba agreed with this explanation it is to be noted that though baba collected a lot of money by dakshina he would distribute a whole amount the same day and the next morning he would become a poor fakir as usual when baba took his mahasamadhi after receiving thousands and thousands of rupees as dakshina for about 10 years he had only a few rupees in his possession in short baba's main object in taking dakshina from his devotees was to teach them the lessons of renunciation and purification the postscript mr b v dev of thana retired mamladar and great devotee of baba has written an article on this subject in sri sai leela magazine baba did not ask dakshina for all he did not ask dakshina from all if he gave dakshina without being asked he sometimes accepted it or at other times he refused it he asked it for certain devotees only he never demanded it from those devotees he thought in their minds that baba should ask them for it and then they should pay it if anybody offered it against his wish he never touched it and if he kept it there he asked him to take it away he asked for small or big amounts from devotees according to their wish devotion and convenience he asked it even from women and children he never asked all the rich for it nor from all the poor baba never got angry with those from whom he asked dakshina and who did not give it if any dakshina was sent through some friend he forgot to hand over the same to baba he reminded him somehow of it and made him pay it
in some occasions baba used to return some sum from the amount of tendered as dakshina and ask the donor to guard it or keep it in his shrine for worship this procedure benefited the donor or devotee immensely if anything offered or anybody offered more than he originally intended to give he returned the extra amount sometimes he asked more dakshina for some then what they originally intended to give and if they had no money asked them to get or borrow from others from some he demanded dakshina 3 or 4 times a day out of the amount collected was as dakshina baba spent very little on his own share for buying chillam and fuel for his dhuni and all the rest he distributed as charity in in varying proportions to various persons all the paraphernalia of shirdi sansthan was brought by various rich devotees at the instance and suggestion of radha krishna mai baba always used to get wild and scolded those who brought costly and rich articles he said to mr nana sahib chandorkar that all his property consisted of one cupent cord piece one stray piece of cloth one kafni or a tamral that is tin pot and that all the people troubled him by bringing all these unnecessary useless and costly articles women wealth are the two main obstacles in the way to paramatma the spiritual life and baba and provided in shiri two institutions dakshina and radha krishna mai whenever they came to him he demanded dakshina from them and asked them to go to school that is radha krishna mai's house if they stood these two tests well and if they showed that they were free from attachment for women and wealth their progress in spirituality was rapid and assured by baba's grace and blessings mr dev has also quoted passages from the gita passages from the gita and upanishads and shown that charity given in a holy place and to a holy personage conduces to the donors welfare to the great degree what is more holy than shirdi and its presiding deity sai baba om sai ram peace be to all